afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Jordan, I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. I hope you're well. I hope all is good with you in your world. Um, yeah, and um, if you're joining this for the first time, this is the Daily Christian Podcast where I talk about my relationship with God. Yeah, and all that I'm learning about him, faith, life, and love, and all of that. So, anyways, thanks for joining me. And, um, I think, by the way, I have finally finished today. Tomorrow is my last day in my first semester, my first term at Western Seminary on my Master's in Bible Studies and Theology program. Oh, yeah, Bible Theology, Theology and Studies program. Um, it's an online distance program, and tomorrow is the last um, day of the term. I still have, you know, like a couple of years to go, so still some ways because it's part time. But you know, you know when you you know you're in the right place doing the right thing when you enjoy the process so much that you are actually sad that it has come to an end. So instead of me to be relieved. I'm actually like I'm actually like oh my goodness I'm going to have two or three weeks in between before the next classes start what am I going to do during that time you know because over this period the program has just taken care of my bible study schedule you know I don't have to I know I have to do things every week so you know I don't have to worry about I, I know I, and, and I hate I'm a very responsible person you know like that so when I have a formal program it's I mean I will meet that target. I, I don't miss my deadlines, particularly deadlines that are really deadlines. I don't miss them. You know, I try to do... I'm a good student, let's put it that way. So, um, being in a school setting works for someone like me because it's... Inside of me, I, I've been... I just have this thing of, you know, do what the, you know, what the teacher says, <laughs> you know? So, I, I sort of do that. So, the kind of discipline that I would wish that I had in my, in my day-to-day life, you know... I have been able to do it over the past three months and I, my life has been the better for it and um, when I was making the decision to go to seminary because it was quite expensive in you know it's a lot of it's a lot of investment and I really thought about it I was like God can I really afford this there's so much so many other things that need to be done in my life you know and things that this is my nest egg that I'm keeping for you know next generation spending and things like that you know and um, the Lord said to me, he said, you know what? So first of all, this is a health and wellness thing for you. That this is not just any sort of program. This is a program where you're going to immerse yourself in the word of God. And you're going to put yourself in a place where you are going to be learning more about me and the power of God and all of that. And that for what you have been through in the past two years, you need this. This is not about a certificate. This is not about mental knowledge. This is not about attaining goals or professional development. He said, this is about you. This is about you, your life. And when he said that, so that just got me. And he said, so he was almost like saying, take it as health and wellness spending. This is a medical bill. This is not a nice to have. It's a must do. Wow. So when he said that, and of course I knew what he was talking about because I know how the past few years have been, how psychologically traumatic it has been, how mentally challenging, how emotionally draining it has been. And the fact that I have just been trudging on. And what he's saying is that you need support. So it's you need to I need to put you on a program 
where you'll be listening, you'll be reading, you are compelled to do these things because there's a structure in place, you've signed up, you've paid for it. <laughs> and there's a commitment. So, you know, and, and, and it had to be that kind of rigid thing, you know, and um, that structure was needed. So when he said all of that and, and the sacrifice of it, so I think in spiritual terms, it really was, it meant so much because when I look at what God has done in my life within these three months, I realized that it's not just that I signed up for a program. It was about I signed up for God. I signed up for a divine intervention from God. I signed up for a spiritual impartation. I just signed up for something that I had no clue was what I was signed up signing up for. It has exceeded my expectations on so many levels. In fact, a problem I went into seminary with, into the oh Father, I just give you the glory. A problem that I started seminary with, I am leaving this first semester without that problem. The problem dropped midway into the course. In fact, yes, midway. About midway. Yes, midway. And I give God the glory. I give God the glory that I didn't back out. I didn't start saying, oh, why should I spend, you know, that God just said what I needed to hear for me to make the right decision at the right time. And, you know, this is why I always talk about the ministry of the Holy Spirit, because he helps me make sense of things. You know, whenever one thing that I thank God for is that how he, he enables me to hear his voice, because honestly speaking, as, as a physical fact, it didn't make sense for me to be spending that kind of money to go to this seminary. And I had thought of many other alternatives. I'd even tried to sign up for some, but as they started, I could tell that this thing cannot hold me, can't engage me. So, you know, I needed it to be a certain kind of seminary with a certain kind of level of theology and a program that was structured for me. In fact, this entire program, everything about it, save for maybe some minor details here and there, but the, the way it is structured suits very well into my own preferred mode of learning. And of course, it's the Bible, which is my favorite book on the earth. And I now realize that that is the book that I'm most familiar with. I've probably read more than any other book on the planet because even in running through this program, my first semester course was um, reading through Acts and Revelation. A lot of what I was reading was familiar but strange, familiar but new, not strange, familiar but new because, familiar because I've read it before, but new because God was giving new insights. And, um, you know, I really enjoyed it. I would be writing the term papers and I'd be like, oh my goodness, this is fun, you know, and, and that sort of thing. Sometimes I'd be tired and I'd be like, oh, I can't write. But by the time I get into it, I'm like, ooh, this is juicy. Ah, wow. I've read some of the things that I've written and I'm like, wow, this is really, you know, in fact, the material, the, the amount of writing I've done in the past three months has just been phenomenal. Anyways, this just brings me to that scripture that says, study to show yourself approved, a workman that needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And I think where I'm going with all of this is that God knows best for all of us. He knows what we need to get to where we need to be. And he knows what we need to do to climb out of the hole that we're in. He knows what needs to be said for us to take the right steps and he knows what needs to be done for us to fulfill that which he would want us to do and for us to find the right path of joy and peace in our hearts. 
my prayer one thing i prayed about at the beginning of this year i didn't pray for anything there were a lot of important and critical milestones that i needed god to do something about this year but having seen how the last two years have gone i told myself what i realized that i needed more than anything was joy and peace and peace from within i wasn't so much asking for peace in my environment no i was asking for peace from within because i had gone through a period of turmoil and turmoil and, and emotional turmoil and to the glory of god i can say that he has answered that prayer you know on both fronts on the joy and on the peace and again i i i I say again i didn't ask for external joy i didn't ask for god to change my context i didn't ask him to change my context i wanted him to change me that was what i wanted that was what i asked for i wanted him to change me i wanted him to change me and i'm so grateful that he did and I'm so grateful that he brought me to that place where I realized that what needed to change was not my environment, was not my context, but I needed to change. I needed to see him. I needed to touch him. I needed to experience him. I needed him to lift me up from within. I needed to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. I needed Christ to dwell in my heart by faith. I needed to be rooted and grounded in love so that I would understand what is the length, the depth, the breadth, and the height? And I needed to know the love of Christ with passes on understanding, and I needed to be filled with the fullness of God. It is amazing that in the New Testament, God elevates spiritual blessings far above physical and material blessings. I've come to the realization now especially after a Bible project that I did over the past month, that the reason why we seem to have lost a lot of our power as believers in Christ today is because we have gone back to the Old Testament doctrine and the Old Covenants, which was talking about material blessings, whereas the New Testament is actually talking about spiritual blessings. But the good about the good thing about spiritual blessings that when spiritual blessings come, material blessings will follow. But you cannot be following these material blessings. If you follow the material blessings, you will you will be under the um, the curse of the law and the dominion of the devil. You will lose the New Testament power, which is what has happened to us as a collective. And that is what Jesus meant when he said, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness, and all these other things will be added unto you. The New Testament believer is not supposed to be chasing after what they will eat, what they will drink. I'm sorry. That, I, I think I've, I've been saying this and I've been forming this view, but now I went through a study of Ephesians 1 for, my, uh, you know, for some work I needed to do, and I read a lot of commentaries, Bible commentaries, dictionaries, and everything that I have studied on in the last three months, reading the book of Acts to Revelation. I can now form the view that when Ephesians 1 and verse 3 says, Blessed be the Lord and God of our Father who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. 
it is a summation of the essence of the new testament covenant and promise to the believer it is about all spiritual blessings in heavenly places it is not about blessed are you in the field blessed are you in the whatever all those things that the deuteronomy promises are for the old covenants they are not for us i'm not saying that we are not going to be blessed but i'm saying that the new testament comment is based on better promises like god said the spiritual blessings are better what we should pursue is those is actualization fulfillment in and working in those spiritual blessings anything that advises counsels guides inspires me you and i any believer in christ to follow after to seek after to yearn after the material blessings you know in quotes to the exclusion of the spiritual or before the spiritual is not a new testament doctrine it's not a new testament hope it's not a new testament principle it's not a new testament consolidation it's not a new testament something else is going on in that space and you will lose the ability to walk in the power of god that is what has happened to us in my view as the body of christ generally speaking with the exception of a few faith communities here and there both in my home country nigeria and in other places most of us the funny thing is that the theologians the scholars still understand this so the theologians have not lost it to a very large extent from what I can read because everything I've read, I've read far and wide. So the good thing about the program I'm doing is that you're reading, none of the material is material produced by the school. Most everything, all the books, it's by thought leaders from other places who, who probably don't even know that their books are being used on these programs at this seminary. So it's not like there's a doctrinal teaching from the seminary. We have instructors who you know help us like point us to where we're supposed to study help us through the course program and all of that but a lot of it is self-led learning and they sort of tell you okay these are the resources these are the main books but then read widely we're encouraged to read widely in fact i had a, a project where i was asked to look for 10 different external sources so in other words open source go anywhere so long as they're you know studies on the bible and tell us what you get from them what you agree with what you disagree with it's very much encouraging everyone to learn and study the bible by themselves and understand so it's not doctrinal based on okay this is what we believe therefore we i mean the fundamental beliefs are around christ we believe in jesus the gospel you know christ came he died for us he's returning as the soon coming king and by the way tomorrow is good friday when we celebrate our whole easter thing so i like the fact that this week i've just been thinking about all the things that we've won in christ in christ in christ and all of that so it's really helping me to get into that mood of you know what jesus won and he earned for us and my greatest reflection in all of this is that the new covenant is really a better one based on better promises but we can only walk in it when we understand it and that ultimately for god to have prioritized for him to have first of all if the old covenant was okay perfect we would god would not have asked for a new one and he wouldn't have sacrificed and staked everything put all his bets upon this jesus solution salvation solution now in this new covenant he has prioritized spiritual blessings over and above every other thing that is also for a reason because it is very important to us to walk in dominion as believers I've always wondered why in the book of Mark chapter 16 verse 16 it says this sign shall follow them that believe in my name they shall cast out demons it says that before it talks about laying hands on the sick 
or you know and, and all other things and praying in tongues yet that is one sign that we skillfully pretend as if we do not see we, we, we try so much to avoid it but everywhere in the epistles even in Ephesians 1 when he says that God has given Jesus you know exalted Jesus far above all principalities and powers in Ephesians 6 when we're told in verse 12 that he has um, given him a name above um, that we should pray always with all supplication in the saints you know there's also a, a reference there about principalities and powers I, I, I forget it now but you know he, he keeps on talking about the fact that we wrestle not against yeah yeah that's it we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this world but against spiritual wickedness in heavenly places now says put on the whole armor of god that you may be able to stand you know so god continues to tell us that our contention is against the enemy the the devil talks about him being the adversary the evil one you know the thief that comes to steal to kill and to destroy jesus talked about this all the time he said upon this i shall build my church but the gates of hell shall not prevail you know why is it that we shy away from the realization of this fact that we're in contention against spiritual powers and that we have dominion over them in christ and that a, a greater part in fact i would say the core part for why God leaves us on earth and doesn't just rapture us at the point of salvation to secure us eternally with him is for us to shine the light on earth and to exercise dominion over the powers of darkness on a daily basis not only in our lives but in the lives of those around us in our communities in our nation and every uh, and every place possible this is something that is, I'm still thinking through in my heart because I know, I know that I myself have been a victim of this as well. And where you, you know, sort of like, spirit, you know, you just sort of like throw that to the back of recesses of your mind and, well, it's not really relevant. Or you are binding fictitious demons, you know, demons that you are not even sure whether they are there or they are associated with the problem. But you just bind it and you think that, well, that means that that's the way it's happened. Well, God has taken me through an experience in the last two years that made me realize that, that scripture is actually talking about casting out demons from places where they are visibly and obviously present they are not it's not fictitious so it is in a place where you can see the operation of devils it is clear what is going on here is demonic it is being caused by rebel spirits evil angels and all those who are anti-god anti-christ anti-righteousness anti-holiness and where you see and again let let me be clear i'm not talking about behavior it can be it's not everything that happens that you can directly attribute so i'm saying in places where without a doubt it is clear and apparent and people who some if you're listening i think if you get this you understand what i'm saying when it is clear because sometimes it's not clear so if it's not clear there's no point can't uh, you know making presumptuous uh, being presumptuous and casting out what is not there but if it is clear like when jesus cast out demons he could see and that's what's in fact thank you for this video teaching me he could see paul and silas too there was a girl with a divination spirit who was following him around and well i guess it wasn't revealed to him at the time because she kept on saying all of you listen to this guy they are the servants of god but at the point paul realized the holy spirit whispered in his hair he saw that there was an evil spirit of divination walking in the life of this he cast that spirit out 
I will leave it at that and I really don't know what I'm going to call this music maybe just talking about the name of God or something the name of Christ but there's just a lot welling up in me making me realize that I want to be a believer in the true sense of the word I want to be a believer it's important that I live my life as a believer while on earth I don't want to be a hypothetical believer I don't want to be a hypocritical one I want to be a true believer that's the journey I'm on and I'm trusting God that he will help me find my path in what it means to be a believer so thank you very much for listening God bless you stay lifted and have a wonderful day and happy Easter in advance I'll still be recording tomorrow anyways I think I'll continue to say the happy Easter tomorrow I'll be saying happy Good Friday thank you very much God bless you